and she started just writing, you know, different things for certain publications. And she started writing about trafficking. And she said the video, it would go viral and then she'd get fired. And she goes like, why wouldn't I be promoted for something that literally had thousands of, you know, reads and views. And so she started to see that the mainstream media was involved in this. A huge blackmailing ring. So 90%, according to Jimmy Boots of Congress, is compromised. That's why you think, well, it's all ripped. Why, why didn't, when we had the House and the Senate, the Republicans, why didn't we get some of these bills through? Because they're compromised. Yeah. If you are like me, you're constantly searching for the best solutions to keep you and your family healthy. We all know that diet and exercise is important, but unfortunately, diet and exercise is not enough in today's toxic and nutritional deficient environment. No matter how much you try to eat healthy, soils depleted of minerals will not produce sufficiently nourishing food. That's why we have carefully curated products on the controlyourhealth.care website that keep you fully nourished. The Healthy Foundation Pack for those wanting a complete nutritional program, the On-The-Go Pack for those looking for a more convenient yet quality solution, and the plant-derived minerals for those on a budget who need more for your money. Starting at less than $30, you can get what our bodies lack the most, and that's minerals. The plant-derived minerals contain up to 77 minerals from prehistoric plants in their unaltered colloidal form, which will give you nourishment you just cannot find in today's food. The price does not mean less quality. Far from it. Plant-derived minerals are also in the complete nutritional program, and these minerals are what our foods lack most. Plus, it comes in tasty flavors for the entire family to enjoy. So if you're on a tighter budget, plant-derived minerals are for you. You can find links for these and many other products at controlyourhealth.care or at sarahwestall.com slash shop. Sarah, and if we don't, if we don't, um, you know, the way I look at it, the blood's on our hands. I agree with that. That's why I've been covering for years. You know, one thing that Jimmy Boots um, has said is that it's not, none of this is what people think it is. I mean, he's taken down more pedophile rings than anybody over the years. And you can tell he's, he's really affected by it. You know, he's, when I first went there, I was kind of scared to talk to him and uh, cause I didn't know what I was going to get. And I, he just, I'm glad I didn't know all his background before I got there because he would go in and he would, he'd hear a story about a pedophile or a prostitute beating up one of the girls and he'd go into the hotel room and would come out all you'd hear is guns blaring and he'd bring this girl out alive and everybody else would be dead i mean he was hardcore glad i didn't know that because when i went and talked to him he was just a grandpa you know i'm talking to this really good guy and that's how i see him but it's it's really it's it's incredible what is really happening out there and so the work that you're doing and the work that people like you are doing is so flipping needed i mean i don't and what do you think? And we played that little clip. I want to go back to it because, you know, getting this information and telling real stories is important. But what do you think about the fact that the Biden administration are, is actually, it seems like the government now is actually condoning and encouraging human trafficking. And we're seeing it in the CPS system. We're seeing it everywhere. I mean, it's like they're they're the kingpins or they're supporting the kingpins. 
Well, you know, the whole thing with CPS, my, my movie isn't about CPS, but um, we are also going to be screening at, uh, you know, the event on November 12th at the Governor's Gun Club in Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, Stu Peters of the Stu Peters Show came out with a uh, movie called These Little Ones, and it highlighted Baby Cyrus um, out of Idaho that, you know, I don't know if you know the Baby Cyrus story, but I don't. Please give us a little. Well, baby Cyrus, you know, was, you know, I guess he was born with with some type of condition. And, um, you know, the parents are good parents. You know, he she had a wellness check on baby Cyrus, a normal probably visit with the doctor. And uh, she wasn't feeling well that day. So she this is all in his documentary. Uh, She called in, left a message on the answering machine at the doctor's office. And this doctor ended up calling CPS like she missed wellness Mm. check. And so they were in the car going somewhere with, you know, their child, baby Cyrus. And all of a sudden they get pulled over. And within just a a few minutes, there's cars surrounded by agents and they take, you know, her child away. She asked, can I just come and go sit in the ambulance with him as you go or we're in the car? And they wouldn't let her. This story is just so like disgusting. The, grand, the, the, the grandfather of Cyrus, the mother or the father of, of, you know, the mother, Diego, ended up contacting Stu Peters. And he did such like as a journalist, he put a lot of pressure on and eventually they got Cyrus back. That's why Nancy Schaefer, um, the, the senator that was pretty much murdered in 2010, they tried to say that her husband, Bruce, that they had been married 53 years that he killed his wife in the back and then shot himself in the chest and then wrote a suicide note. Now, this is the thing. They're killing these people. They're murder and making it look like they, you know, they were suicided is the way I looked at it. But um, it's a disgusting thing because I just found this out recently. In 1998, Bill Clinton put out the Adoption and Safe Families Act or AFSPA. And so pretty much every child that gets taken. And now there's some people that kids that need to be taken. Don't get me wrong. There is some people that have been abused and need to be taken out of the home. But a lot of these ones um, just, you know, they take them and they'll get four to $5,000 per child. They, they get taken initially. And then like foster care, they get so much money and they get so much money from the state and this and that. I was told by Pamela Olson, who started Save Our Children, she was actually trafficked by her own mother, if you can believe that, mm. by her own mother. Well, I do and, believe um, that. It just she, I mean, her story is amazing. I've interviewed her on my show. She said that the amount of money that, that CPS brings in, she said California alone gets $30 billion a year. So there's a lot of the, gut, the judges that are involved with it, the foster care. Uh, so many of these agencies are involved because it's so much money. So if they need more money, they have to go get more kids. So now hearing about them coming over the borders and working with these NGOs and even these Catholic charities and things, I mean, they're making a lot of money. You heard what they were saying in the Jesse Waters report, how much money that they are making. And so, well, how do we, how do we put an end to this with this? I mean, the, the, the people need to understand what's really going on, don't they? Because we, we have, we're fighting an uphill system. I mean, the, the, our whole political class is blackmailed and involved in this almost. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Well, you know, it's just like, um, I, 
I interviewed Noreen Gosh. Uh, you know, Johnny Gosh was abducted in 1982 out of uh, Des Moines, Iowa on his paper route. And, and Noreen, yep. uh, you know, I've interviewed her personally, you know, up in Los Angeles a number of years ago. And, uh, you know, four times she was on America's Most Wanted. I mean, there was a lot of keys that they knew he was alive. They heard different things like in a bathroom stall, I'm Johnny Gosh, I'm alive. They had a dollar bill, I'm Johnny Gosh, I'm alive. And so they, they, they heard things that he was alive. They had hope, but, you know, they never got him. So finally, it was on the Lisa Gibbons show. Noreen shared her story. And at the end of the story, she said, Johnny, your father and I are no longer married. We're no longer living in the same house that, you know, you were abducted from. She said, Johnny, my address is in the Des Moines phone book. Johnny, please come home. And three months later, Sarah, the middle of the night, knock on the door she goes and looks out at the people and she hears a voice saying, mom, it's me, Johnny. And she opens the door and he's with another boy and he comes and sits down. He said, mom is abducted by an elite pedophile ring that goes up to the highest levels of government, entertainment, and business. And he said, I eventually escaped. And, and he said, I have to stay undercover because they will kill me. They will kill you, mom. And so listen, if enough people, this is why it, the education part of this is so important. This is why, you know, see, I'm not afraid of something happening to me. Um, my kids are grown. I believe that I have a lot of angels around me. But, you know, like the story of Esther in the Bible, you know, there came a point that, you know, Haman wanted to kill all the Jews. And, and Mordecai, her, her uncle who raised her, her mom and dad were both, we don't know how, she was taken in captivity in Babylon. And, and he says, you need to go approach the king and tell him. And she said, I haven't been called in 30 days. If I go and I don't, you know, I could be killed. And he said, who knows if you weren't called to the kingdom for such a time as this? See, we have to speak up now, no matter what it looks like, because, you know, right now it's happening right under our noses and it could be your child. It could be your grandchild. It could be somebody, you know, of the 93 that are taken every hour. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, we can't not do this. We, we have to build a country for our children, and it's unacceptable in the state that it's in right now. There's anybody with, with any kind of humanity left knows this is completely unacceptable. And, and it is. And, you know, it's funny, Sarah, when I first came back from like Thailand and I started talking about trafficking, I be, but listen, I'd rather think about good things. But what we've seen the last two years with COVID and, and all the the bioweapon and everything that's going on. I mean, I think a lot of people woke up to what was happening. I think and so, so too. you know, people like kind of didn't want to know. And it's like, la, 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 la. And it's like, I'm going, wait a minute. Um, don't you really understand? Don't you get this? And, um, and then God started speaking to me about the, the men. Because see, most of the men that buy these women, that go into the hotels or wherever they find them, they think these, these women are willing doing this. Um, and he said, tell the men they're not pimps, pirates, or pawns, but they're princes and kings. And if the men would stand up, that's why the women are the one, it's like the mama bears. We're the ones that initially have to put our voices out there and say, no, not on our watch, because we birthed these children. You know what I'm saying? We carried them for nine months. But it's the men that were the ones that gave the seed and seed that impregnated, impregnated us. And they're the ones that need to stand up and say, no, not on our watch. We and, all you, of us do. They, they, they well, do. All of us, do, both yes. men and women. Yes. 
I men agree. and women. But let me let me tell you another story. You know, really what got this. These are all stories in this book. See, Jimmy Boots is also or James Rothstein is in this book. Um, I share a lot of the Jim, Jimmy Boots stories and I dedicate part of this book to Jimmy. I just sent him the copy. I, I sent great. him the copy. I just called him two days ago. And uh, Thomas Wren said that he wants to get involved in this fight. So we're going to put together some type of litigation, some type of thing that we can all link arms and, uh, and, and do. And, and then I'm going to be traveling into different parts of the country showing my film. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to start making an awareness of this, but it was years ago, Sarah, that I had a dream. And in this dream, I was riding on this horse, this white horse with Jesus. And, and I was, you know, riding and, and I looked over and I saw all these fat sheep eating this green grass. And, and I knew what they were, but I said to Jesus in the dream, Jesus, what's that? And he said, that's my church. And I'll never forget what I heard him say, but he said, but I'm not there. Because remember, he said he'd leave the 99 to find the one that was lost. And so then he said, will you go with me to where the other sheep are? And I said, yes, I would go. So we continued quite a ways until we came to a thicket and I had to get off. And we went down the steep, dark embankment. And then, Sarah, I saw them. There was these sheep, but they weren't like fat and they weren't all huddled together. They really were, they felt really bad and they felt really broken and shamed. They were in these snares and they were really skinny and emaciated and they were wounded and there was one here one there one there because the most severe alcoholic drinks alone the most severe you know um you know they do drugs alone they commit suicide alone they're alone but jesus walked over to this broken little pathetic looking sheep gently opened up the snare lovingly picked up this little sheep in his arms and then he rolled his head back and he laughed and, and, and he wasn't laughing at the sheep. He was laughing because he set them free. And, and then he looked at me and he called me shepherd girl. And he said, there's that, I'm going to cry again. And he said, help me. And so it's like, we had, we were getting these sheep out of stairs there. I cried again. So Jesus and I were getting these sheep out of stairs and we were like laughing because we were so happy setting these little sheep free. And so this is what I would say to you people watching because I hate crying on camera. <laughs> it's like, um, mm -hmm. I hate. It's okay. This is a hard no. topic for anybody who doesn't cry off. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I've had my days of just sitting in the car crying on the way home, thinking about some of the stuff that I've been covering, but I'm well, sorry, keep going. so the thing is, we all can be involved if you can't like help, um, like, you know, getting involved in the game, getting in the fight. Um, you can you can also help with making a donation. Um, we are going to be launching this film in Georgia. Anybody that donates, um, we had to put it at a certain amount because uh, people can donate any amount. But if they want their name or their brand or their business at the end of the film, if they give a minimum of 500, um, their name, uh, you know, we have like many people at the end of the film. And I believe in the future that this will be seen by thousands of people. Because I hope so, because I'm so tired of this, this censorship crap. This stuff needs to get out there. Right. And, and, and uh, so they can just go to the website. Um, it's marycrowley.com. Um, and there's a donate uh, button. And there's also, there's a nine minute trailer we can show there's a three and a half minute clip right now we can show that you can see part of, um, you know, this 
Yeah. And I'll play that. Yeah. And so, but in the meantime, um, if each one would reach one, and if you can't get involved either financially or getting involved in the fight, um, then you can pray. Uh, you know, you know, I am part of what I do is I'm also in the ministry. So, and I know there's some people listening, maybe that, you know, you've had bad experiences in the church or whatever. This isn't about the church. I'm not, I, I go into the harvest where the, the people are, the lost sheep are. And, you know, one thing about Jesus yeah. and no matter what religion or national, you know, whatever you are, um, everybody can say when they look at really what Jesus was and what he represented, he was always, Jesus was a rebel rouser. I mean, you know, when the woman was caught in adultery, he looked at all the men, like, where was yep. the man? Where did he go? Why were we th- show, throwing the woman like stoner? Cause the laws of Moses, you know, she's a sinner stoner. And then Jesus looked up at him and he said, Hey, you who is without sin cast the first stone. And they all left. Yeah. And they're so like, what he, the heck? Yeah. Well, then he looked at her and he said, go and sin no more. He goes, just go. And, and he freed her. Jesus freed women. I mean, he freed people. And that, that's why when I saw Jesus freeing this little sheep, I mean, he just said he was so happy. So whether you believe in Jesus or God or anything, it doesn't matter. We need to help them because they're not going to be able to get out of this thing by themselves. And so. And and I want to say one thing about prayer is that because we talked about this ahead of time, is that even if you're not Christian and um, you believe in um, maybe energy or let's say you don't believe in anything prayer works. They've scientifically proven it. And, and I actually think that prayer works because of energy and intent. And just because they use different languages, you know, like, let's say Jesus uses a different language or prayer, the Christians use a different language. The reason why it works is because we're sending out our intent and the energy is positive and it works. And so they've proven it, that it's worked. There's been many scientific studies. So I just want to say that. And I think it's because of the positive vibrations and energy and and uh, it's the same thing it's a different language than what christianity might say with prayer but it's the same darn thing it's the science behind it i think well and they've done studies um sarah that they actually had different people like part of the they had different people that were sick in a hospital and part part of them were prayed for and others weren't they didn't tell who was prayed for and who wasn't it was a you know blind study and and then at the end the people that had been prayed for got better a lot quicker and recovered a lot faster than the ones that weren't prayed for. So the, so why I bring this yep. up is, is I started a, a website, which I really didn't want to do this. I mean, I was like, God, I don't need another website. And, and he said, there's not enough prayer going on. And, you know, one of the scriptures in the old Testament in second Chronicles seven fourteen, it says, if my people, now this isn't about the world or the evil people or whatever. It says, if God's people he said, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. But the last thing is, and turn from their wicked ways. Then he said, I will hear from heaven and heal their land. So I believe we're at a Red Sea moment. I believe that the greatest show on earth is here, Sarah. That's what I'm hearing him say. I don't believe our country is going to go down. I believe that we're going to see this thing turned around and whatever it's going to take, we're at this time in history that if everybody woke up and stood up and spoke up, we're going to see this thing overturned. And, but if we don't, and we just kind of like, remember up in Nazi Germany, I mean, there's so many stories, like how could you guys let these people go off to the gas chambers? 
you know exactly and, yeah. and why were the pastors not speaking up uh but but now looking back it's because you know it was kind of little by little by little and they were afraid but we can't be afraid right now we have to stand up for them for these little ones for these children who are crying if we have humanity right and if we have any humanity left you, you have to, we have to, it's like, come on, we have to. Well, and if you can personalize it, like I have a three-year-old little grandson named Landon and he's the cutest little guy. And, you know, I don't tell my daughter a lot of things because, you know, she doesn't want to know and I understand no, no. why, Yeah. but then I'm a mama bear. And then I'm one of these shepherd girls that I will go and help find and raise up people like you and me and other ones that will say, listen, if you don't, we will. And um, that's why I'm going to go around the country. I'll be in Chicago. I'll be South. We're, we're looking at different venues. If you're also interested in maybe having me come and my team to your town or church or venue, let us know. Um, you know, we're willing to go there. I've been traveling all over the, the country the last three years, speaking at different events and not just about trafficking, but about Hollywood and, and about the, the film business, because you see what Disney now has been putting out there, you know? And, uh, you know, you're well, they do it as undercover as if they're people can't tell. This is where it's sad. People can't tell that they're these kids are being groomed and stuff because they do it in such an innocent way that people are deceived. It's a psyop. I mean, people call it, but they're deceived. Well, in the MK Ultra, I mean, when I interviewed Liz Crokin in 2017 and she you know, was a, was a White House correspondent under George Bush. I mean, she did hard news yep. and worked for a number of publications. And she got, she got ill and she started just writing, you know, different things for certain publications. And she started writing about trafficking. And she said the video, it would go viral and then she'd get fired. And she goes like, why wouldn't I be promoted for something that literally had thousands of, you know, reads and views. And so she started to see that the mainstream media was involved in this. Yeah, because the mainstream media is pretty much owned by just a few corporations. So that's where people have been gaslit. If you're just listening to mainstream media and God bless Fox News, you know what Jesse Waters just put out. But I mean, there's things on Fox News that I don't really turn on anymore either. But well, and that's why I was saying, I think it's just so bad right now that you know, I have a friend, Dave Hodges, always says that. Um, and I think he's right with this. He says it's a release valve. That's what this um, controlled opposition is. They let them talk about a certain amount of this stuff because it's so bad that they have to allow a release valve. And then they, they end up not doing anything about it. So we can't let them not do anything about it because not doing anything about this is unacceptable. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's why, you know, on, on 2020, um, May 2nd, 2020, I woke up and I clearly heard God speak to me. And he said, we won't shut up until you open up, open the heavens. This is a spiritual war. It's a spiritual battle. And, you know, um, I've shared this before with you, Sarah, but for the people listening, um, I always, like I said, share stories. In 1777, George Washington, you know, was in his Valley Forge in his office. He said, don't disturb me. And he looked up, an angel walked in. This was in the Stars and Stripes in military newspaper in the 1800s because an older soldier was about ready to die. He felt he should share this story before he died. And he told about, he was a young soldier during this time. 
And um, George Washington looked up and saw this angel and the angel said, son of the Republic, watch and learn. There's going to be three perils that are going to come upon the union. And it said the first one would be what I think the American Revolution, which he was in at the time. The second was the Civil War, but it said the third would be the worst. America would be surrounded, but it said the union would prevail. Now, it, there was a lot more to it than that. I'm just really kind of bullet pointing it. But I believe we're at that time in history, people, that, that we need to pray, we need to take action, and we need to move. Because if we would have all not worn masks, if we would have all said, forget it, I'm not getting that jab. If we would have all not done that, they couldn't have done it. But because people got afraid That's and people right. started wearing the mat, you know the story. And, um, and so That's we right. all need to stand up. We all need to speak up, not shut up until we see the heavens open up. And it's a spiritual battle. I mean, many times in the, in, in the Old Testament, there was Gideon. I share Bible stories. I mean, if you guys don't believe, it doesn't matter. I just, it's a storyteller. Gideon, it was a bad situation. You know, the Midianites were taking all their grain and everything. And he was, he was hiding behind the wine press and, and with the grain. And all of a sudden, an angel appeared to him and he said, mighty man of valor. And he, and he said, me, I'm the least of my father's house in Manasseh. And, and God said, you need to go and, and tear down the altars of Baal and Asherah. And he did it. And see, they were sacrificing children to Moloch and to Baal. And this children sacrifice stuff has been going on a long, long, long time. And, and, and Gideon stood up and, and, and there was a remnant and they overtook it with just a small amount of people. And because first of all, he blew the shofar, 20 something thousand people came and God said too many and he said, I want it. And he got him down to 300. And those 300 is what made the difference. So right now, people, there might just be a remnant. Sarah, me, you, people listening. But with us, we can make a difference. You know, they say in 1776 or whenever that were, you know, I heard this on, uh, on a program the other day, said only 5% of people were involved in the American Revolution, 5%. And it was that 5% that ended up winning. So if God's before us, who can be against us? So I'm always, always talk positive about where we're going because that's what I'm hearing God tell me is that he's going to flip it and turn it around. But each one has to get into the game. We have to time to come out of the dugout. It just takes a committed minority to, to do it. Yep. You know, my dad, as we close out, I know it's, so you, it's your show, but I, I, I could go on forever, Sarah. No, I love this. You're doing great. This is excellent. My dad, you know, I'm from Minnesota and my dad pitched baseball. Um, and, and then, you know, he was called into the Korean War. And, you know, what he did is he pitched baseball. He actually entertained the troops. They were 25 wins and zero losses. And when he came back at 25, like he had played in the minors, you know, with the, the Indians and but he felt he was too old to play. He got married to my mom. You know, they started having children and um, he started pitching around the state in Minnesota. Well, at 32, he had a business, uh, a successful business. Somebody threw a snowball at him, Sarah, outside the business and he fell on the ice and he broke his ankle and he was like a day away from getting it cut off because of gangrene set in and people started praying and, and God healed it. But he quit playing baseball, Sarah, for 20 years. And at 52, he got back into the game. He started pray, playing on an over 35 league, pitching hardball baseball. And for 30 years, my dad played baseball until he hung up his glove at 82 years old. And at 84, oh. he got leukemia. 
and, and he died, but he went to St. Thomas Academy and he ended up getting inducted into the baseball hall of fame four days before he died. And then he slid it, he slid into oh. home plate. And so my field of dreams is one of my favorite movies. If we build it, he will come. If we will build this field, if we will help get these sheep out of these snares, and if we will come out of the dugout, let me tell you, we're getting ready to get up to bait to plate again. And we're going to hit a grand slam and all of heaven's going to do the wave because we can't fail. We're on the dream team. And you know what? The relief pitchers coming in is Jesus. And he's, he's going to throw it right over and we're going to hit like a grand slam. And that means when, when all the, all the bases are loaded, we're going to come home. The fourth base is home. So it's time to bring these, these kids home. You know what I mean? Yes, it's it time. is time. It's past time to bring these it's little time ones to home. bring them back home because you know, there's so many stories about kids that finally did come home. Um, but there's a lot of them that didn't. And I believe the ones that died because a lot of them were killed, you know, for the adrenochrome too. Um, we know that's a whole nother harp subject yeah. with adrenochrome, their organs, whatever, but they're in heaven today. They're up there in heaven. They're not, I I'm sensing I'm talking to somebody right now and you've lost one. There's ones that have been listening to me that you've lost children. Even they died, maybe not even of trafficking, but other things they are in the cloud of, of heaven in of the witnesses in the cloud of heaven. And they are saying to us, you know, the Bible says we're compassed about what's so great a cloud of witnesses. They're saying to us, we can't help, but you can. And so they're cheering us on in heaven, telling us to move. Because even as Jesus prayed on earth as it is in heaven, they're in heaven and they're praying with us. So let's each one reach one. And, you know, you can go to the, the people's um, prayernetwork.com and you can you can sign up to pray 15 minutes. There's a slot you can pick. Or you can go to my website, marycarly.com. You can make a donation of any amount. Or you can buy the book. It's on the website. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Freedom Cry, Women Fighting Trafficking. Or, um, you know, you can get in the game because Thomas Renz said he wants to help. Jimmy Boots said he's going to get it. We're, we're going to get some type of plan, Sarah, that we're going to have a coordinated yes, plan we that we can say, okay, this is what we do. But, but, you know, and we'll have the plan. We have to break it down because this is how they're blackmailing and controlling so many people in Congress is they're using these children. And we, we have to break, we have to figure out who are the victims, who's not, so that we can bring, just stop it. Because we can't, we can see what's happening right now. All these decisions in the country that are so bad for our country because these people are blackmailed. They really are. Well, like Jimmy Boots called it human compromise. And a lot of these junior, you know, like junior congressmen, they get into office. Yes. And, and remember, uh, Dave Janda actually had a show that Operation Freedom. And he said that he was appointed by Reagan in 88. Yep. And he said a well-known political figure sat him down. He said, Dave, you're very naive. If you get invited to a congressman or a senator's house, don't go. And he said, for sure, don't go to George H.W. Bush's house. Yeah, because that's bad news. He said, yeah. because if you, he said, you can go to a restaurant or a ball game, but he said, if you go to their house, you're going to notice some little kids running around. You're going to think that's kind of, you know, strange. And he said, you're going to wake up with a Polaroid on your chest, showing that you did something to this kid and you didn't do it. You didn't even realize what happened. And that's how they compromise you. They've got dirt on you that you might not even realize you did it. And then there's some of these guys that do like they flew down to Epstein because they like it. Yeah. yeah. That they flew those to Epstein people. Island. Go ahead. Well, they flew to Epstein Island. They didn't realize they were being videotaped. 
and and they have the it, it's a huge like blackmailing ring yes it is a huge blackmailing ring so 90 percent, according to jimmy boots of congress is compromised that's why you think well it's all rip- why, why didn't when we had the house and the senate the republicans why didn't we get some of these bills through because they're and that's why yeah yep that's exactly what we're dealing with so if we don't clean this up we can't clean up this is the a foundation and element that we have to clean up and why we can't get past it and we also have to realize that so many of these guys are these people are compromised and they're victims they're not the ones that like doing it they were compromised and 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 they didn't know and so they're victims and we need to make sure that we take care of that while getting rid of and it's going to be hard we have to figure it out but we got to get rid of the ones who like it and encourage it and the ones who are victims because we can't have people going to congress people trying to help our country and then they all become victims that i mean that's 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 incredible how can we get anything done we can't and so we have to stop that too yeah that's right yes that's right sarah and i really honor you sarah for what you do and and you've been the staple for so long and now your your lawsuit against you know, YouTube and, and everything that's going on right now, we need to really pray for Sarah and, and pray, you know, for you, because, you know, you've been a warrior on the front lines for a long time. And uh, I only recently got into the, the podcast platform in the last year, I've been doing interviews for like 15 years in studios and stuff until about a year ago, God said, you need to change your platform. I was there January 6th. I was there a lot of these things. This insurrection wasn't an insurrection. There was 2 million no. people in, in D.C., mostly praying and worshiping. And, and uh, it was all a setup. I know yeah. a lot of people in the D.C. Google Gulag that are fighting. And, you know, they, those guys were under the Patriot Act. You know, we could go on and on. And once you really go down the rabbit hole, you're like going like OMG. But we're going to take back the media. We're going to do it. We have to talk from a position of strength. We can't like, what are we going to do? Like we're not, no, if God before us, who can be against us? So we're on the winning team. You know, we are on the winning team and now everybody is starting to wake up and, um, and we're going to start seeing everything's going to shake up and break up. And before you know it, we're going to go like, wow, did you see what just happened? And uh, this Biden ring is going to, is going to come down. Um, It, it It has to, yeah, it will. It's going to. Well, okay. Well, where can people reach you again? And thank you so much for everything you're doing. I mean, this is a wonderful show. You just, you give people a lot of hope. And um, so I just appreciate you so much. Tell us where they can reach you again and we'll go. Well, yeah. And I'm sure you'll have it up on, on the screen. It's just, my website is marycrowley.com. M-E-R-I-C-R-O-U-L-E-Y.com. Uh, it will have a clip. Um, you did see a clip today. Uh, it will have a longer clip on there of the, the movie Freedom Cry. You can also get the book on there as well as if you want to contribute a one-time donation or even become a, a monthly Patreon. All of that is on my website as well as I've written blogs. I have other things that uh, that I've talked about uh, as well. My, my wheelhouse is not just about trafficking, but it's one of the spokes in the wheel uh, that I feel that it's a very important one that we need to speak up right now. And they can also follow me on, on rumble under Mary Crowley, my Facebook, I got taken, I mean, my YouTube, I got taken down, but I have a new YouTube under Mary Crowley. Now is the time uh, where I do mostly uh, more shows that are about positive and, and, you know, speaking ministry shows 
as well as Telegram, I'm under Mary Crowley Group. And my Facebook page, which they totally shadow banned, but um, it's like we, I never even knew Sarah what shadow banning was. Like, shadow ban? What's that? Well, you learn. Yeah, but yeah. Mary, that's Mary Crowley Ministries, it's like, you know, um, that's my public figure page. So uh, you can follow me on Mary Crowley Ministries on Facebook. I, I have a lot of my shows on there and, and it is growing. But like I said, you know, it's not about how many, even if we reach, you know, just, you know, a hundred people, 500, I mean, thousand, you know, 5,000, sometimes we have 10,000 people watching or 20,000, but sometimes there might only be 500 because, you know, it, it, each one of you guys listening is important. Each one of you is an important person. So I thank you for listening and watching. And I thank you, Sarah, for having me on and let's all like put our arms together and link arms, you know, the last thing I'll say is, you know, I grew up in Minnesota, Sarah and St. Paul, and uh, we used to have like all these kids would play games, you know, and there was one game uh, that we would link. I think it was called Red Rover. I think that's what it was called. And we'd link arms and they'd have to try to break through, you know, and it was really hard. As long as we linked our arms together, it was really hard to break through yeah. that arm. So I, I think that's a metaphor. As long, as long as we link arms, the devil always looks for the weakest link. But, you know, where you're weak, you know, we'll help you. We'll help you hold up your arms. But let's just all link arms and I'll come united and, uh, and, and let's run at the enemy. We're like the five smooth stones of David. You know, he wasn't afraid of Goliath. He ran at him with, and then God caused that stone to hit him right in the forehead. And he went down and then he took his own sword, Goliath's own sword and cut off his head. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to do. We're going to cut off the head. Yes, we are. We're going to win. It's going to be fun. Well, thank fun. you. It's, so. it's, it's going to be fun to win. It's not going to be fun to learn as you learn some of this stuff, but we don't have a choice. This is a non-choice situation. So thank you yeah. so much again and um, have a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. You too. And we'll, we'll be in touch. God bless.